Welcome back to Decom Cool and Collected. I'm Kelly. And I'm Elizabeth. And this week we are diving into the worlds of figure skating and women's hockey with Go Figure, yeah. uh, continuing the year of 2005. This came out June 10th, 2005, which is a day before my birthday. I don't remember watching it when it premiered, so I don't know if I did or not, but... I definitely did watch this as a child. Yeah, I watched it as a child. I also, I told this to Elizabeth, one time when I was in college, I watched this, so I hated college, <laughs> and I was sad, so I watched this um, before I got picked up, because I would go home from college every weekend, so I've seen this fairly recently. I have I liked not. it enough to go back and rewatch it, so. I did like it a lot as a child, but as an adult, I have conflicting feelings. Same. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot more. I looked into it a lot deeper this time. <laughs> But I will say, of Olympic sports, of Winter Olympic sports, like... The Winter Olympics do not matter unless it's figure skating. Yeah, it's the only thing that matters. <laughs> um, okay, so this movie stars... Um, her name is Jordan Hinson, and she's probably most known for being in the show on the sci-fi network called Eureka, but whenever I looked her up, her name was Jordan Danger. Yeah. So I, I looked, and I was like, oh, did she, like, marry someone with the last name of Danger? No. And then she I was like, why it. did she <laughs> change her name? I couldn't find anything. I even looked at a Reddit thread. <laughs> no one knows why. Just, her name is just Jordan Danger now. Maybe she's trying to step away from that Caitlyn character. The good <laughs> girl sure. and go figure. Yes, the one that she is most known for. Everyone looks at her and they're like, oh, it's Caitlyn Kingsford. <laughs> That's what I see. Um, Natasha Goldberman. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Is played by Christine Rose, who's been in her fair share of um, things. Uh, she was in this short-lived show on NBC called Trial and Error. It was a mockumentary about a lawyer in a small town. It was really good, but the ratings really tanked, I guess, because they had to bring in Kristen Chenoweth for the second season, and it didn't even make it past that. Um, you may have seen her as Ted Mosby's mom, or Mike's mom in Friends. Uh, she was apparently in Heroes, never watched it. Um, but she was in, like, one episode of every show ever, like One Life to Live, St. Elsewhere, Murder, She Wrote, The Wonder Years, Growing Pains, Star Trek, Next Generation, The Nanny, Ellen, The Sitcom, uh, Party of Five, Allie McBeal, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, ER, King of Queens, Charmed, Days of Our Lives, Malcolm in the Middle, Gilmore Girls, Seventh Heaven, Two and a Half Men, NCIS, CSI, How to Get Away with Murder, and Sharp Objects. Yeah, she was in a lot. Um, we have Ryan Malagrini, who you might recognize as Lindsay Lohan's little brother in Freaky Friday. <laughs> <laughs> um, we already met Tanya Gunadi in Pixel Perfect. Uh, this movie also has Brittany Coran, who I saw a lot uh, as a child. Uh, I don't really know. Oh, wait, I do know what she's doing now. I wrote it down. Um, but she was a six chick in 13 Going on 30. Yeah, that's what I recognized her from. Uh, she played Drake's girlfriend for a few episodes in Drake and Josh. Uh, she was in The Haunting Hour, Don't Think About It. Um, she played one of London's stupid friends in The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Um, she was the, the mean girl in Legally Blondes. <laughs> the spinoff, I guess. They, they're twins and they're Elle's cousin and they do student court at their boarding school. <laughs> And she was in Twisted, that really weird show with Beck from Victoria's Oh, Ice. was she? Who was she in Twisted? I watched that. I don't know. <laughs> I've only watched a couple episodes. I thought it was so weird. They're like, mm, he's a sociopath, so we call him Socio. <laughs> and he, like, murdered his uncle as a child. He but murdered I think his, his aunt, aunt, I think. Yeah, his aunt, but I think she was, like, molesting him or something. I don't know. 
<laughs> but they're like, oh, you're a child murderer. Yeah, and they're like, socio. That's so funny, socio. Yeah. Just take off the last syllable. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, most recently, she was in Chicago Fire, Dear White People, the movie, and she's a series of regular on the magicians. That's what she's been doing recently. Um, we have Jake Abel, uh, who was in an episode of The Sweet of Zack and Cody. He was in The Lovely Bones. He played Luke in the poor excuse for a movie adaptation of Percy Jackson. Uh, he was in The Host. He was in the, um... That's what I recognized him <laughs> from. I didn't, I could, didn't see that. He was in, uh, the series adaptation of Dirty John. And my favorite, he was Adam in Supernatural, which was Sam and Dean's third brother. Uh, he appeared in season five. He got trapped in the depths of hell with Satan. And then they didn't talk about him again for like 10 seasons. <laughs> I think they did something with him in the finale. I think he's in heaven now. But for a very long time, whenever like I was on Tumblr, it was a joke that Sam and Dean just left their third brother in Satan's cage in the depths of hell. <laughs> Fun. Um, and Peggy. And what? And Peggy. He's the third. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my, my mind first went to Camp Rock. I don't know why. Because <laughs> we're in decom mode. Uh, we have Jody Russell, who was uh, Mrs. Enders in Right on Track. And then Paul Kiernan, who we saw in Luck of the Irish and Double Teamed. Yeah. Do you have anyone else? No, that's it. Okay. The only person I wrote down was Natasha, because she was in 7th Heaven. Natasha Gold. <laughs> I figured you'd cover sure. everyone else. I didn't know that he was in the host, though. That makes so much sense. He got to work with Saoirse twice. <gasps> Imagine. the second one? Lovely Bones. Lovely bo- Oh, and, oh, got it. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Was, only him and Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, neither of them are in this movie, but we'll persist anyway. Nevertheless. <laughs> Um, okay, so this movie begins, um, Caitlin is narrating as she skates a program in a skating competition. First of all, her name is Caitlin, but it's spelled, like, if you were gonna say the name Kate, like, K-E-T-E, and then L-I-N, which is just wrong. I first wrote it L-Y-N, and then I saw the subtitles, and I was like, oh, no. That, like, there are a lot of ways to spell things, but that's the wrong way to spell Caitlin. My sister spells it C-A-I-T-L-I-N. Yeah, that's how my cousin spells it. That makes sense. Or if you're gonna do a K, that's fine. But if you're gonna do, like, a K, and then, like, you need a Y instead of an I here. Something. There's too many vowels. There's like, something weird separate. happening. <laughs> yeah. The vowels are separate. They're not together. And it, it just doesn't look right. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's all I had to say about her name. <laughs> um, so as she's skating her program, her rivals call her a dork in the stands and hope for her to fall. Yeah. She's doing a voiceover. They do this a lot in decoms. I think whatever they didn't like make the story clear enough, they think they just add like random voiceovers <laughs> here and there because she does this like two, maybe three times in the entire movie. Yeah. Like it's not like narrated. <laughs> and it's, it's just like even- additional. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so she's talking and she's like, uh, I have no friends, just competition. Because I'm the best and I'm the girl to beat. Yeah, and um, so we and- see her parents and her brother Bradley. Bradley says that he has no respect for twirl girls, which is what they call figure skaters. I looked up if that was like a thing, but the only thing I found was there was like a, bat- a baton twirling company called Twirl Girls. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. think it's a real thing. I'm not a, a hockey player, so I cannot say for sure. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yes, her parents are very supportive, but Bradley doesn't care. Bob and Ginger have always been her coaches, and Ginger handles the glam, Bob does the choreo, and 
Um, he has more moves than all the Rockettes, but Caitlin doesn't know who the Rockettes are. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I did when I was 14, but I feel like maybe if you were a figure skater, you would know. I think I knew who the Rockettes were when I was 14. Oh my god. You see them every year on the Thanksgiving parade. I never knew who they were. I never paid attention. <laughs> they were just the pretty girls who danced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The only, no, the first time I learned what, maybe I did know, because there's that lion hairspray where she's like, um, I want to be the first female president of the United States. Or a Rockette. That's yeah. probably where I learned what a rocket was. <laughs> yeah, but as she's talking about Bob and Ginger, she talks about how she loves them, but she knows that if she wants to move on in her career, she's going to need better coaches. A Russian. Yeah. She, <laughs> I need literal a Russians. Russian for that. And so then she talks about Natasha Goberman. Who's and we in see, the stands watching. Yeah, she's like has a clipboard, like taking notes. And she says that she's a fig- she makes figure skating champions. And Natasha watches her. Uh, Caitlin t- is about to land a jump, but then we rewind to 15 minutes earlier. Yeah, so Caitlin's getting ready in like the locker room, I guess, where all the figure skaters are getting ready for the competition. There's this little girl behind her complaining to her mom that she needs a scrunchie. And her mom is like, well, can't you just use a ponytail holder? And this little girl is like the worst actor I've ever seen. She's like, eh, do you know anything about figure skating? Like, she pays for your figure skating. I fucking hope so. Yeah, and Caitlin's like, I do. And so she pulls the matching scrunchie out of her hair that matches her dance costume and gives it to this little girl. And she's like, it's okay. I'll just use my lucky rubber band. Have you ever tried to use a rubber band in your hair? That's something people do in movies all the time. Does anyone actually do that in real life? No, it fucking hurts. Yeah, use a ponytail. Yeah, I don't. She's like, I'll just use my lucky rubber band. So then she's like, it doesn't matter anyway, because I'm a lock to win. Even though, like, that's definitely a thing that they would notice. I feel like after watching my favorite documentary, the ESPN 30 for 30 going for the gold, I'll get to it later. But I feel like they would notice, like, if you're scrunchy, if you don't have a scrunchie and the little girls, like, doesn't match her costume. I mean, I don't think they would care that the little girls didn't match hers, but... I mean, as long as her hair is, like, back. If they saw it was a rubber band, I feel like they would care, but her hair was kind of fluffy, so I don't know that they could see yeah, it. Yeah, okay, so let me fast forward back to mid-jump. The rubber band breaks in Caitlyn's hair, as one does, because rubber bands are not meant to hold hair, and she falls and misses the landing. And she says, who knew rubber didn't retain integrity as long as a scrunchie? Literally everyone! <laughs> You're in figure skating. You use scrunchies every day. Also, like, don't use a rubber band in your hair. It's as simple as that. Just don't. Yeah, I just, oh, this makes me so angry. So Caitlin continues with the program. Um, the body doubles in this movie are so bad. Like, you don't even, like, make an attempt to, like, cover the fact that there's body doubles. I mean, they just picked a blonde girl who is, like, similar to her size. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but anyway, she finishes, and she gets all the applause, uh, she goes back to her locker room, and she walks by, like, her rivals just, like, insulting each other. Yeah, And well, she says, on the ice, you're either a Christy, a Christy Yamaguchi, or you're a Tanya Harding. Both have merits, but only one has a gold medal. Well, okay, so, <laughs> before she says that, she says, they say you're either a Brittany or a Christina, but on the ice, you're yeah. either a Christy or a Tanya. <laughs> so... I feel like the reason that they made this comparison, because, like, 
no one makes the comparison between Tanya Harding and Christy Yamaguchi. They make the comparison between Tanya and Nancy, yeah. obviously. So like I said before, my favorite documentary of all time is ESPN 30 for 30 going for the gold. <laughs> it's all about the Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan story. I'm sure you've all seen I, Tanya, but it does not go into the, like as much detail as this documentary. It's what like made me become obsessed with the story. I was not born yet when it happened, but it's wild. Elizabeth and I were Nancy Kerrigan and Tanya Harding for <laughs> Halloween one year. Just to clarify, like, yes. we both very much enjoyed this story. I told you to watch this documentary, <laughs> and you were like, oh my god! <laughs> um... So yeah, so, and I feel like, I know that um, Nancy Kerrigan does not make any sort of public statements or anything relating to the incident, so, and I feel like because they make these comparisons, or maybe she was just busy, like, they didn't, I feel like she, like, might have been her first choice for the movie, because I feel like that would have made a lot more sense, besides, because, like, the comparison between Tanya Harding and Christy Gamaguchi don't make sense. Well, I think the thing is, Christy Gamaguchi was very, very popular, because she had just, like, She's, yeah. like, the most popular figure skater at this time. Yeah, also, Tanya Hardy, or Nancy Kerrigan did not win a gold medal. She won a silver medal. Um, I wrote it down. Uh, Christy Yamaguchi won the 1992 Olympic gold medal, and she's a two-time world champion. Yeah, well, and we'll get to it, but she's in this movie, so they were able to get her. I think that this movie might kind of be, like, an ad for figure skating. Like, <laughs> I feel like that's maybe one of the reasons she did it was, like, a way to, like, get people interested in figure skating. I don't know. <laughs> that was something that I thought. But I think she's just older. I think younger people know who Christy Yamaguchi is. I don't think they know who Nancy Kerrigan is. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like, she definitely... Yeah. I mean, this movie introduced me, like, I'd never heard the name Christy Yamaguchi before. I feel like I knew, I've heard the name. I didn't know who she was, but yeah. Um, I can also say that whenever she was on Dancing with the Stars, she won, because of course she's a fucking figure skater. She's elegant as fuck, so yeah, she's gonna win. <laughs> I never watched Dancing with the Stars. I didn't watch it either, but I do know she won. <laughs> um, so as she's saying this, Caitlin is passing by a bunch of skaters who are just like bad-mouthing her, and she says in her mind, they're all Tanya's. And she thinks of herself as a Christy Yamaguchi because she gave her scrunchie to that little girl. <laughs> yeah, so Caitlin did not end up winning at all, but the little girl ended up getting second, like, overall, the entire yeah. competition. I don't understand this, because she's like, I didn't win, but then we see, like, little girls, like, definitely not in her age category up on the podium. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's right. I don't get how that works. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Caitlin then admits that she's not the best yet, but with the right training, she will be someday. And scrunchie. <laughs> oh, yeah. So then Natasha comes over and introduces herself, and she's like, I would like to talk to Caitlyn. Bob and Ginger are, like, very excited. They're very supportive because they're like, oh, like, Caitlyn, she can take Caitlyn to the, they understand. Yeah, so Natasha tells Caitlyn that she wants to make her a star. She's a firecracker. We're eating at the, like, skating rink diner. <laughs> yeah, and she tells her that she still needs a lot of work, but she could be really, really good if she, like, puts in the work. And yeah. so, and then Natasha asks Caitlin, she's like, why do you skate? And Caitlin goes, because of the glitter. Yeah, and Natasha's then, immediately like, oh god, never And then, mind. again, the amount of, like, rom romanticized uh, descriptions of sports in DCOMs are ridiculous. She's like, when my skates hit the ice... I'm the only one in the world. I don't know. Some I bullshit. wanted to talk about this because I think that this has contributed to like my disdain for the idea of a full time job. Because like <laughs> in these movies and stuff, everyone just knows what they want. Like they have this one passion that they just love. And as a kid, I did not have that. Like I played sports and they were like fun and fine, but I was not like I'm gonna be an athlete when I grow up or like I I'm to. gonna be a fashionista. Like I didn't Ooh, have my friend in grade school was. Exactly. She's not anymore. 
anymore. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, these movies made you feel like you had to have, like, one singular passion and it was yes. going to be your thing and that's what you were going to do with your life. And as a kid, I was like, I don't know what my thing is. What am I going to do? And now I still don't know what I'm going to do. And I'm going to yeah. put it on the decoms, not just me and no not having direction. You, and no matter how old you are, if you don't know, you still get shamed for it. Well, yeah, because, like, a, a lot of people do have, like, one thing where it's like, yeah, like, this is the thing that I want to do or whatever. And, like, same with, like, jobs. Like, some people are like, oh, I want to be a nurse or, like, whatever. Like, they know what they want. But I feel like the majority of people do not have that thing and don't know, like, what they want. And we're, it's, it's so weird. So I wanted to bring that up because they do this in decons all the time. And I feel like as a kid, I was like, oh, no, I don't have that <laughs> thing. What do I do? I had a girl in my class who was, like, a figure skater, and she never went to school because she was training all the time, and she made it to the Olympic trials, but she did not make it far past that, and after that, she just quit. I think she was, like, 16, so she was still pretty young. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I did not have one of those things, and decoms yeah, always make it either. Seem... Well, that's, like... Sometimes the... I, like, tried. I was like, oh, this is my interest of the week. I'm gonna do... But then I was like... Well, and then, like, I always, like, liked art as a kid, and so everyone was like, oh, you're gonna be an artist when you grow up, and I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> Yeah, they all have, like, one interest, but that's their entire personality trait. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's a very balanced view that c children need. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, okay, so... Natasha tells yeah. Caitlin that it would be an honor to train her. It'll be hard, but it'll be worth it. And she tells, that, tells her that Caitlin must train at Buxton Academy, where Natasha runs the skating program. And then Caitlin could be a champion. Yeah, so, so back at home, Caitlin is telling her parents about the offer. Uh, we learn that Buxton Academy is a boarding school, and Mom immediately, immediately says it's no expensive, it's too expensive, and Caitlin wouldn't last with a tough coach like Natasha. Yeah, she immediately says, like, oh, there's no way that you would last a day. So then Caitlin storms off and goes into her brother Bradley's room. Bradley's working on hockey positions with geometry. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, charting hockey positions on his computer. He plays hockey and she does ice skating or figure skating. Um, and so Caitlin wants and to so sell his rare collection of signed hockey pucks. And he's like, no, these yeah. are mine. And she's like, you're so selfish. Yeah, she said, but then he fires back. He's like, you're the most spoiled, self-absorbed, prima donna twirl girl I've ever met. And when I was a child, that was, I like, didn't like register that. But like watching this movie, I was like, she really is. <laughs> like thinking that she can like sell her brother's like most prized possession for her school tuition. And she's like, well, I'm not selfish because I did a walkathon. And Bradley was like, you walked around the corner and you raised $3 for models without mascara. <laughs> Um, and then Bradley's like, uh, fuck off, bye, I'm going to hockey practice. <laughs> yeah, so, um, Caitlin meets with Natasha, and she's like, Natasha, like, my family does not have money for me to go here, but this is, like, all I've ever wanted. And so Natasha's like, wait, I have an idea. So Natasha goes to talk to the girls' hockey coach, and she's like, hey, I need you to give this girl a scholarship. She's never played hockey before, but she can't <laughs> afford to come here, and I need you to do it. And the coach is like, no, our team fucking sucks. We have one scholarship. I'm going to try and get someone good. And she's like, no, you need to do this. And yeah, he's like, so fine. She, well, she pulls out a picture, and he's like, she is, like, way too small. She's going to get crushed. And Natasha says, hey, Caitlin is the only girl under 16 who's ever done a triple axel in competition. Yeah. Listen! <laughs> Female to do a triple action and a triple axle in competition was Midori Ito in 1989 at the World Championships. The first American female was Tanya Harding in 1991. 
at the uh, U.S. World Championships. Only since then, since 1991, only 10 people have ever even attempted a triple axel in competition. I don't think anyone's done it successfully, like, since Tanya Harding. Like, at least American-wise, I think there might be, um, maybe some more Japanese figure skaters who might have, but it is fucking rare! <laughs> well, also, like, if she had, they would have done it in her, like, in the competition that we saw. She would have done a triple axel. Where was the triple axel, Natasha? Also, like, I feel like she would have been, like, famous. Because, <laughs> like, that's what, like, really put Tanya Harding on the map, you know, before... Uh, was, like, the triple axel. Yeah. And I feel like there would have been just, like, sponsors coming in and people, like, offering to train. I don't feel like she would, like, be in this town. And like, maybe that's why Natasha Goberman came to come. Yeah. I don't know, but... <laughs> yeah, she's trying... She's really, like, hyping Caitlin up. She's like, I need to have her here. Yeah, and the coach is like, oh, really? A triple axel? <laughs> well, yeah. So the coach says on one condition he will give Caitlin the scholarship, and it's that Natasha goes on a date with him. So she's like, yeah, okay. fine. Okay, we're going to go on a date. So Natasha comes back and she's like, all right, Caitlin, got you a scholarship. You're going to come here. There's one condition. You're playing hockey. And Caitlin's like, hockey? I can't play hockey. I'm a figure skater. I'm going to get hurt. And then Natasha says, well, there's no figure skating scholarships here or any other school in the country. I looked it up there. Figure skating scholarships exist. <laughs> and maybe they didn't in 2005. Yeah. For high schools? For high schools, I don't, I, for colleges, definitely. Yeah, well, this is a high school. I, yeah, I can't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, and, like, their window is young, so I kind of get, like, Caitlin's urgency to, like, yeah. want to do this now. Okay, so, yeah, playing hockey is the only way that Caitlin can train with Natasha. And Caitlin agrees, and Natasha just, like, immediately pulls out a schedule. She's like, oh, here it is. I already have it made. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Dad and Caitlin at home are playing hockey in the living room. Bradley walks in and asks what's going on, and Dad is like, oh, like, you're not the only hockey player anymore. Caitlin got a scholarship. And Bradley's like, what the actual frick, frack, and fuck? Yeah, he is very <laughs> angry, and he's like, Caitlin doesn't even know how to play. But Caitlin's like, I'm good. I scored on Dad. In the Here. living room yeah. while standing. <laughs> yeah. And so Bradley, like, storms off. Uh, we cut to Caitlin and Mom packing up her room so she can go to her boarding school. Caitlin starts packing, packing her plushies. I think these are, like, the stuffed animals that people throw down on the ice. Yeah, I got that later. Yeah, Because her me mom too. had, like, a box of it, too. Yeah. yeah. And she says, okay, kids, in the trunk. Yeah, and Mom's like, hey, maybe you should leave the stuffed animals here. <laughs> mom really trying to look out for her. She's like, Caitlin, you're gonna get bullied so bad. Yeah, she's like, what if you make real friends at school instead of these stuffed animals? And Caitlin's like, I don't need real friends. I'm going to train. Yeah. And Mom's like, I think you're gonna learn that there's more to life than figure skating. And Caitlin says, no. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we immediately cut to Caitlin at school. She's her on- first day of hockey practice. Yeah, so she's on her hockey skates, and she's talking about how they're way different than figure skates. And the coach is yelling at all of the girls. He's, um, he's giving a speech. The yeah. assistant coaches. But he's just, like, screaming at them. Yeah, so <laughs> she, well, yeah, that's what coaches do. Yeah. <laughs> so she skates up to, like, the, she's late. She skates up to, like, the line where all the players are. She's in the exact same uniform, all the same padding, and she looks around, and she's like, where's the girls' hockey team? Like, as if these uh, very obvious hockey players are not standing, and if there's, like, anyone else on the ice, there is not. Well, You're so stupid. Well, also, like, is there a second ice rink at this school? Like, right. Where, where, where do you think they are? Um, so Spencer, the, like, student assistant coach, asks uh, the main coach, what's up with Caitlin, and the coach 
has to like try and like keep it on the down low. She he's like, oh, like she's our secret weapon. Um, Caitlin can't get her helmet on, and she's like asking the other girls, like, mm, can someone help me? But like no one's talking to her. I don't blame them. <laughs> yeah. So they get her a helmet that fixed. And then the coach starts practice. Yeah, uh, practice starts. Okay, uh, I notice this right here. They have their first names on the back of their jerseys. Yeah, <laughs> they all have their first names. And like, not even just like just their first names, their nicknames. Who made this movie? Even during the games, like it's not like oh these are just like their practice jerseys. Like during yeah. the games, it says their first names they on have, the back like, of these Hollywood movies. and Mojo, which are their nicknames. Yeah. What? Who had who the person made who made this movie never seen a sport before? <laughs> I don't know a lot about sports, but I know you put your last name on the back of your jersey. Yeah, so they start doing suicides. Caitlin is behind and she runs into the boards because she doesn't know how to stop with ice or with hockey skates. Yeah. Um, she's knocking over cones and they're like doing these exercises where they're like laying on the ground and lifting up their legs and she just doesn't do them. Yeah, well she's been struggling all of practice. She so just lays there and like looking around like, hmm. yeah, like bitch, play long. <laughs> yeah. I know you don't play, but like you have to do them. Oh, she... <laughs> Well, okay, she one of the things so I could say is, like, it would be very hard to do that with all the padding. And not that, like, figure skaters aren't, like, in shape, but I think it just is different muscles for hockey try. than it is. I know, but <laughs> have you ever tried to do something and not been able to do it? Because I have. Yes, but she wasn't trying. <laughs> okay. Well, the uh, the assistant coach, Spencer, comes over and he's like, come on, 36, up, down. And, and she's, she's like, like, I have a name. It's Caitlin. And he's like, I have a name for you. It's useless, which yeah. seems a little far. Are, but it's this, this is like intense coaching like I like I've never had intense coaches because I only play like ones where you sign up I mean like in high in high school I still um have like a very easygoing coach but like I know of like a lot of scenarios where coaches are pretty tough I mean my grade school coach would like yell and scream sometimes but he was like a normal person still <laughs> but yeah so he yells at her to start participating again and so she does uh, so we cut to this boy at school walking up to Bradley and telling him about the Robot Wars competition at school. And Bradley's like, oh yeah, like, I'm, I've already entered. And the boy asks how he's gonna do both robots and play hockey. And, the, and Bradley says, he's not playing hockey anymore. And that's it. Yeah, okay, we keep cutting back to Bradley. Like, this is, like, the B-plot of the movie, which we need later on. But, like, it just seems like a waste of time. I it feel is. like they could have done this a lot easier and made it a lot yeah. better. But whatever. Um. So all the girls enter the locker room after practice. One goes to the boombox and turns on hip-hop music. Caitlin walks in and just immediately turns it off. Yeah, and so whenever they, like, glare at her, she, like, turns it back on. You are new here! What are you doing? I don't know why she would do that. Why would you oh do that? God, she makes me... This is why, like, I gave this a lower rating than I thought I would have, because Caitlin just makes me so angry. <laughs> um... So then the coaches come into the locker room, the girls' locker room, yeah, which was weird. That like, make sense. I mean, all of them do, but the coach is like, all right, y'all sucked at practice, but I'm sure we're going to do better this season. And Yeah, yeah, he basically tells everyone they suck. And yeah, like, he calls singles, them all by name. He singles people out. They're like, um, you suck because you did this, you suck because you did this. And then he turns to Caitlin and he's like, hang in there, kiddo. You're doing yeah. great. So then all the girls are like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, why are you doing I that? would be too if, like, the worst player on the team was getting special treatment from the coach. Yeah, and so... Like, um, not even just the worst player, but the worst player who doesn't try. Oh, that pisses me off so much. Like, why are... Like, this is not, like, for Caitlin's scenario, but, like, in regular sport... Like, the sports scenarios that I've been in, like, why are you here? Like, I, I don't... 
it's fine if like you're not good but you're not even gonna try why are you here (laughs) i don't know but uh, after practice, Caitlin catches up with the coach and she tells, or she's in his office. She tells him that she's quitting and the coach is like, no, you're not. And she's like, oh, uh, why is that not an option? And he's like, I broke all of the rules to get you this scholarship. And if I, like, if you quit, they're going to look into it and I'm going to lose my job. Yeah. And Caitlin's, Caitlin basically has no say, but the coach says that if she plays her cards right, then he'll bench her for the entire season. And then the coach is like, hey, by the way, don't tell the team about that you're a figure skater because they hate figure skaters. And Caitlin's like, why? And he's like, I don't really know. <laughs> well, yeah, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't explain. explain. So uh, Caitlin moves into her room and she's she- <laughs> sharing her room with Amy, who is better known as Hollywood. That's what I'll call her for the movie. I like to imagine that Caitlin brought like all of her luggage to hockey practice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because she just now like comes in with her stuff. And so, yeah, okay, so Hollywood introduces herself, and she's like, Hollywood, left wing, like, because I guess that's her, like, uh, her position in yeah, hockey. Live together. She's like, oh, that's my position. So Caitlin says, Caitlin, moderate conservative. Of course she is. That's, oh my god, she said that, I'm like, oh, that's not surprising in the slightest. It makes total sense. <laughs> so as I talk, Caitlin opens her trunk filled with all of her plushies. And she takes out her Christy Yamaguchi poster right after the coach said, do not let people know that you're a figure skater. Well, yeah. And so Hollywood laughs. She's like, oh my God, I love that. That's so funny. And she's like, twirl girls make me want to hurl. And that club is the biggest joke on on campus. They're all puny, plushy, collecting freaks. And she says that shouldn't even be considered skating. (sighs) See, okay. this (laughs) This is where another one of my issues with this movie comes in. It's back to this idea of feminism where it's like, you're more of a woman if you're like not into girly things like it makes you cool and it makes you like but right. it's it's just the opposite it's just like rejecting femininity like you can do whatever you want but that doesn't make you any more or less of a woman and it doesn't make you like any right. better that is or the... worse than anyone else well and even like we don't see it as obvious but like with Caitlyn she thinks less of her teammates because they're like more like athletic and rough and well, yeah and she like makes a about, comment like, makeup and appearances like she does yeah she makes a comment about like oh ronnie who's the the captain she's like she could use some lip gloss and stuff like that so like this movie could have done a lot better with like combining the two they like yeah. try to but they it's don't like sort of it's like basically implied at the end that like they sort of like see their differences but i feel like a frank conversation like especially for a kids movie yeah a frank conversation because like when i was a kid i just left this movie where it's like oh they're friends now but like the way that they see each other has not changed. Well, yeah, and, like, even as a girl, like, when I was growing up, I felt like I was cooler because I played sports and stuff because that's, like, what I was taught. Like, oh, like, yeah, if you do I sports, like, you're... Yeah, I it was cooler not to, like, like things that were girly. Yeah, and, like, especially... And so I looked down on people who did. Yeah, and, like, growing up in my house, like, I have three older brothers and my mom is, like, not, like, girly at all. And so, like, for me to, like, be like girly things, it was, like, super weird. And so I felt weird about, like, wanting to do my makeup or my hair or something. So... I wanted to bring that up because this is a big <laughs> issue in this movie and in the world in general. It's, and neither of them are resolved. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah. So, Caitlin, like, plays along, like, oh, yeah, ha, 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 and, like, tries to, like, close her trunk or, like, block Hollywood's view of her plushies. Yeah. Um, so, Hollywood hangs the poster f- to use as a dartboard. Listen, yeah. <laughs> you cannot like figure skating, but don't take it out on Christy Yamaguchi. Yeah. Yeah. So Mojo and Ronnie come into the room to start talking. That is the captain and then one of the other teams on the, one of the other girls on the team. So Mojo's thing is that she's sort of into like, uh, like sage burning and, uh, 
like, not meditation, but sort of, like, calling on the spirits to help and stuff like that's where, like mojo yeah it's weird they made yeah. the only person of color on the team be the one who like did that too which was like not good yeah i think it's like supposed to be a joke but it's not funny yeah um so ronnie tells hollywood that the team is doomed this season uh one girl like broke her leg and the freshmen are offering nothing and she glares at caitlin yeah um Ronnie tells Mojo to give Caitlin, like, an extra shake of sage before they, uh, head off to the student center. Um, Caitlin tells Hollywood that Ronnie hates her, but Hollywood says that Ronnie is intense, but she's a great captain, you just have to know how to handle her. Yeah. Um, so Caitlin is at figure skating practice, and Natasha tells all the other girls to line up to perform lepses. So they line up in this, like, horizontal line, and at first Caitlin is, like, closest to Natasha, but then these two girls, like, move her down the line, so they're like... I'm gold medal. You're a bronze. Yeah, and so as Caitlin is, like, third in line now, she recognizes the girl next to her, and she's like, Shelby Singer. Oh, my God. Did she's you, like... Didn't that Shelby kind of looks like Nancy Kerrigan? Yes! Okay! She looks exactly like her. Whenever I looked her up, I was like, I, is this, Yeah, no, I, I was like, it's Nancy Kerrigan in this movie? Well, I looked her up, and I was like, wait, why does she look so familiar? It's literally just from this movie. Like, she wasn't in anything Yeah, no, else. she wasn't in anything, but she looks so much like she Nancy... Looks, was, she looks a lot like Nancy <laughs> Kerrigan. But, yeah, so she's like, Shelby Singer. Oh, my God. I, I thought you were tired. And Shelby's like, I'm only 17. And it's not no, and then she says it's not like I'm twenty. Christy Yamaguchi won her gold medal and her world championships in her early twenties, so I don't know where this is coming from. Well, I I think it is like time is very important in these sports when you're it like is, but a professional a different athlete. Age. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Uh, Caitlin, Caitlin explains yeah. like she wasn't trying to hurt her feelings; she's just a huge fan. And Shelby basically tells her to fuck off. Yeah. So Pamela goes first to do her LUTs, and Natasha says that she over-rotated. So the next girl goes, and she gets criticized, too. She and says then, that was a flutz, not a LUTs. Yeah. And so, Natasha moves her to the back of the line. I guess the line is, like, very important. It's like Abby's Pyramids and yeah, Dance Moms. Basically. Yeah. So it's Caitlin's turn, and she does her LUTs perfectly and gets high praise from Natasha, which makes all the other girls upset. Yeah. So after practice, the girls are gossiping about Caitlin. Pamela is like, I hear it was this or jail. <laughs> and they're, like, all saying stuff, but... Shelby kind of, like, defends her a little bit. Shelby's like, no, like, I heard she's here on a skating... On a hockey scholarship. And Pamela's like, mm, well, she's the help, because I guess she's poor. Yeah. And not poor. She can't afford a, like, $100,000 yeah. a year. <laughs> Boarding school. Boarding school. Um, Shelby says, like, well, it doesn't matter, like, who she is. Like, she can skate. Like, you saw that. Yeah, she's good. Uh, Caitlin is listening outside as Pamela calls her, no, Shelby's like, oh, did you see, like, her, uh, competition video from, like, her last competition? And Pamela's like, her choreography was clumsy. And that's when Caitlin had enough. She storms in, and she's, <laughs> and I love, I love this so much because she's, well, she's standing there and she's, like, telling, telling her off. She's like, insulting Bob and Ginger is where I draw the line. But, like, the way she's standing, she has, like, her hand, like, one hand on her hip and the other hand straight down, which I feel like is such, like, a, like, early, like, preteen girl thing when you're, like, trying to stand up for yourself. Like, no, I will not stand for this. <laughs> she just looks like she's like, posing. I've definitely, like, seen that before, like, in real life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Um, yeah, she's like, save whatever you have to say for the ice. Yeah, so she runs off. She goes to a janitor's closet, and that is where her costumes, <laughs> plushies, and poster of Chrissy Yamaguchi are. The The poster has dart holes in it now. Where did they put that? Where did they have a dartboard? Or are there holes in their walls? Um, I like to imagine that there's a dartboard in the student center. And they just put the and Chrissy Yamaguchi poster up there. <laughs> People are walking by <laughs> seeing these girls throw darts at Chrissy Yamaguchi. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, so the janitor wants it, and it turns out they're on good terms. Yeah, she has a deal with the janitor. She can just leave all her <laughs> shit there, and he doesn't mind. Because at first, I was like, wait, remember when she, like, hid everything in the janitor's closet? Did he know about that? Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. Um, so as she's walking back to her, uh, dorm that night, she sees Spencer is apparently in a band, and he's playing- like performing a show in yeah. the student center. And Caitlin just, like, rolls her eyes and walks by. They never bring this up again. I guess it's just supposed to add to his, like, cool factor. Yes. Uh, so Caitlin tries to quietly, like, sneak in, sneak back into her dorm to not wake up Hollywood, because she's probably, like, back late, but mm-hmm. Hollywood is up studying. And Caitlin tell Hollywood's like, oh, like, where were you? And Caitlin's like, oh, I was practicing my slap shot. Hollywood gets a little curious when she spots all of Caitlin's hockey gear sitting on her bed. Not that Caitlin brought it in with her, uh, but she just ignores it. She's like, okay, whatever. Yeah. So Caitlin calls her mom, and she says that this is harder than she thinks, and she just can't catch a break. And mom's like, well, have you made any friends? And Caitlin's like, uh, the janitor. Um, and she says... Listen, like, Hollywood isn't that mean to Caitlin. Yeah, like... Like, in the beginning of this movie, I was like... She's very friendly to her. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and so... That's basically it. Yeah, mom tells Caitlin that she's having an internet garage sale and selling all of her old stuff. Yeah. Um, As so- the girls are getting ready for their first game, Go Figure by Everlife <laughs> is playing in the background. I love this song so much. This song was on the Disney's Girls Rock album, the first one. There are two. It's so good. I got that CD for my birthday one year, and I listened to the hell out of that CD. This song, very, very Did good. Did I ever tell you that I saw Everlife live? No. <laughs> Well, you know how, like, whenever you have concerts where it's sort of, like, the opener is a big name, too, so it's, like, Carrie Underwood and Hunter Hayes. Well, whenever I saw Cheetah Girls and Hannah Montana, the, like, real opener was Everlife. Oh, my God. Did they sing this song? They did. Oh, my God. I would have died. (laughs) Yeah, so this is playing in the background as they're all getting ready for their first game in the locker room. I said, hell yeah. Love this song. Caitlin is putting on all this makeup, which she's just going to sweat off anyway. Yeah, and Ronnie's like, why are you doing that? And Caitlin's like, presentation is important. And then they, like, look at her and they're like, aren't you nervous? Like, they all know she's very bad and this is her first game. And she's like, no, I think I played my card right. I don't think I'll be playing. And they're like, what? And she's like, "Uh, I'm just a freshman. (laughs) And so the coach... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, the coach comes in and... Oh, they just, like, go out to their game, I guess. Yeah, so the game is going on. Uh, we cut to, like, the second period. The Eagles, that's Buxton Academy, is down five to nothing. Um, Spencer wants to put Caitlin in the game because he is suspicious. And the coach is like, uh, they're already losing. Like, what's the point? But Spencer reminds him, like, oh, like, she's our secret weapon, like you told me. Plus, she's on scholarship, scholarship so she has to play. Yeah, which they never yeah. talk about before. If she's on, like, you should have talked about this already. Right, so the coach puts her in, and Spencer is pleased because he wants her to quit. Yeah. Um, Caitlin... So, for, Caitlin, for some reason, has to do the face-off. Yeah. I don't know why they thought that would be a good idea. Yeah, so she just, like, stands there, scared, while everyone's, like, skating around her. Yeah. Uh, Natasha comes up and yells at the coach because Caitlin could get hurt, um, and... Uh, during a play, like, at the end, Ronnie asks Caitlin to block her, but she doesn't, and Ronnie just gets slammed and falls to the yeah, ground. Yeah, by, like, two different people, and so she the is- the buzzer goes off. Yeah, she is rightfully pissed, and so yeah. she starts, like, skating towards Caitlin as Caitlin's, like, trying to run away, and Caitlin says, she's a Tanya. Like, no, you just no. got her very hurt, and she could have been, like, seriously injured. Like, I guess, like, you don't know what to do, but, like, try! Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Ronnie tackles Caitlin to the ice. <laughs> 
Yeah, and then the fight gets broken up, but Ronnie is still being, like, escorted into the locker yeah, room. Yeah, in, in the locker room, the assistant coaches are literally restraining her, and she's like, let me at her! <laughs> yeah, and the coach is threatening to bench her all season if she can't be a team player. Uh, Spencer is walking by Caitlin, and, and he's just like, you suck. Well, he's like, I knew you'd be bad, but I thought you would have quit already. And then... Um, so we cut to back in the dorm. Hollywood walks into the room and tells Caitlyn, she's like, you got off easy. And Caitlyn's like, why is everyone mad at me? Ronnie tackled me. And she's like, icing her head. And Hollywood's like, she should have done a lot worse for what you did. And Caitlyn tries to explain that she wasn't supposed to play, but Hollywood is like, what are you talking about? Um, Hollywood explains that everyone's mad at her because she was supposed to block Ronnie and she let down her teammate. Um... So, Hollywood, like, squats down to, like, help Caitlyn with her ice pack, but then she spills this cup of Kool-Aid. It's, I love how it's Kool-Aid. Like, you see, like, this red liquid, like, come out of the cup. Like, it's not even just water. And says she'll go get a mop. But Caitlyn's like, oh, no, the janitor's closet. I'll go get the mop. Uh, you just stay here. Yeah. So, um, Caitlyn goes into the janitor's closet, not realizing that Hollywood had followed her. So, Hollywood walks into the closet after Caitlyn, catching her, like, red-handed with all of her figure skating stuff. And Hollywood's like, I knew it, like, you're a twirl girl, ha 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 ha, I can't wait. Then Hollywood stops herself, she's like, wait, I can't tell anyone. This is, like, another sign that Hollywood is a really good friend. Well, yeah, and Hollywood is like, okay, like, yeah, this makes sense, I have to keep this a secret. But she asks why she kept it a secret from her, because she's like, we're roommates, like, it would have been easier yeah, if you told like, me. Yeah, she's like, I'm your friend. But then Caitlyn's like, you literally darted Christy well, yeah, and she's like, you guys hate us. And Hollywood's <laughs> like, well, it's just a healthy sports rivalry. She's like, I've never really met a twirl girl before. And she's like, She's like, why do you put yourself through hockey, like, just for ice skating? But Caitlin, again, talks about her love for ice fast. skating, blah, 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 And then Hollywood's like, oh, I love hockey. I guess that makes sense. <laughs> and that's, like, the end of the conversation. Um, so then we briefly cut to Bradley and Fred. This kid never gets a name. <laughs> uh, I think his name is Booner. It's, like, Boomer, but with an N. Okay, well, I just call him friend. That's what it's listed as in IMDb, I believe. Uh, they're testing their robot in the front yard. Uh, the friend assumes that Bradley quit hockey because of Caitlin. He's right, but Bradley's yeah. like, eh, No, pointless. I didn't do that, but he never gives an explanation. Yeah, so the dog grunts out and causes the robot to crash and malfunction. And <laughs> Yeah, so we see Natasha is practicing with Caitlin. She's like a one-on-one -on -one practice, and she says something about, like, ah, yes, you can be a champion. And Pamela, for some She's reason, is sitting, sitting there. Yeah, sitting in the ice rink Not even, like, this. they were taking turns like she's on like figure skating gear like it looks like she's doing homework yeah she's just sitting there doing homework and she hears the word champion and she says not on my watch yeah so in the dining hall caitlin grabs her food and she basically tries to avoid everyone like she sees like all the hockey girls and she's like oh, i can't sit there then she sees like pamela and she's like oh i can't sit there and she sees spencer and she's like can't sit there so then she just like tries to walk away but then pamela calls over calls her over for to take a seat um, so Pamela shows her the front page student newspaper story of Ronnie tackling her. <laughs> yeah. Um, Pamela says that she wants to apologize for being hard on her because Caitlin is really her only serious competition. There's another girl sitting there too, but she doesn't matter. Yeah. Just a placeholder. Yeah. Um, Pamela invites her to a party to make it up and Caitlin gets immediately excited. Like, bitch, you literally said that everyone's a Tanya. Be suspicious. Yeah. And she's the one who's like, has never had friends. She's not going to be suspicious of this at right. all. She's like, oh, a party. I can't wait. She's like, oh, but... Uh, I have a 9 p.m. workout with Natasha, and Pamela's like, oh, really? Like, the whole skate club will be there. And Caitlin's like, well, I guess I could go for a little bit. You're so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so Spencer walks past uh, the ice rink at night and catches Caitlin alone, like running hockey drills, but also like twirling like a figure skater in her yeah. Hockey she's skates. she's just doing her own stuff. Yeah. Spencer walks in and is like, "What are you doing?" Uh, and Caitlin's like, "You sound surprised." And Spencer's like, "Well, you're not the most dedicated." <laughs> yeah. And so he. She's like, what do I have to do to get you to leave me alone? And he's like, okay, if you can get the puck past me, then I will stop, like, antagonizing you. And she's like, no, if I get it past you, don't talk to me ever again. And he's like, okay. So Caitlin, like, like hits him with her stick, basically. Like, not intentionally, but she, like, kind of, like, goes into him. So he falls over. And then she over. does, like, a leap. Yeah, so she, like, gets past him very easily. And he's like, whoa. And she's like, okay, leave now. You said you wouldn't talk to me. And he's like, oh, I'm so so but good. yeah, but he looks at her like, oh, there's something oh. to this girl. <laughs> yeah. Um. So mom is doing back at home. Mom is doing yoga with a tiny TV in her bedroom on the floor in Caitlin's old bedroom. Yeah. Uh. Bradley causes the electricity to flicker, so mom calls him in, and he reveals that he's building a new robot because the last one broke. And mom agrees to help him, and that's literally the entire well, scene. Well, no, he says that he's trying to build a robot the family can be proud of, and mom's like. <laughs> We were proud of you before. Like, we're not not proud of you because Caitlin is off at school doing this thing. But Bradley says, it's not about that. It's about a robot. And that's the end of that scene. Uh, so Caitlin shows up at the party and she finds Pamela. She's like, oh my God, thanks for inviting me. And Pamela has a plan. So she's like, hey, look, we're out of cups. Can you get some cups from the supply closet, please? And so uh, Caitlin, just excited to be there, immediately is like, yeah, sure. So she goes to the closet and whenever she does that, Pamela follows her and locks her in because she's evil. Uh, whenever Caitlin grabs the cup, somehow it's connected to purple paint on the ceiling that gets dumped onto her. So she's covered in paint. And then also she knocks over all the stuff on the shelf. And then she's locked in the closet. And as she tries to open the door, a sign comes down <laughs> that says, Sputnik, go home. Because Sputnik is what Natasha calls her. Because, you know, she's Russian. <laughs> yeah, so Caitlin is, like, banging on the door, like, asking someone to let her out, but no one can hear her over the music. So then we cut to a little bit later. The janitor opens the door and lets her out, but it's 9.45, and she was supposed to be practicing with Natasha at 9. So she knows she's late for coaching, but and Natasha will be pissed. She, like, runs over with her skates, covered in purple paint still, which is dried. This is, like, wall paint. This would have been stuck in her hair. Like, she would have had to cut her <laughs> hair off. But anyway, she shows up, and she sees that Pamela is on the ice with Christy Yamaguchi. Christy Yamaguchi. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Natasha reveals that she invited Christy as encouragement because she knows that Caitlin's been having a hard time, but says she may have been wrong about Caitlin. And Caitlin, like, tries to explain that she's late and covered in paint, but Natasha cuts her off. And this makes me so angry because, like, she doesn't have a chance to explain Natasha or, uh... Pamela locked me in the closet. That's why I am late. And, like, it's so annoying because, like, later on, Caitlin's just, like, sitting in the stands and Christy sits down with Caitlin. And Caitlin, and she's like, oh, what's wrong? And Caitlin's like, oh, like, Natasha hates me. And Christy's like, oh, like, she's not so scary, but, um... She's she the best coach out there. Yeah, and she told me that you could be one of the best. And so Christy Yamaguchi has to go, but she's like, oh, like, maybe we can skate together next time I'm in town. Um, but Caitlin's like, oh, like, if there will even be a next time. And then Chrissy says that Caitlin has to decide if she wants this enough to go to the, di to go the distance. Which makes me so angry because, like, she didn't make this decision. Like, there's literally no conflict. And everyone's like, oh, like, Caitlin, like, you have to decide. What do you want? And she's like, I never not want it. Like, it makes me... It yeah, she didn't do this on purpose. The scene should be later in the movie because later on, like, Caitlyn gets a lot more committed to hockey, obviously, if well, you've seen also, this movie before. I feel like it would have, like, worked so much better if, like, maybe 
Like, she, like, if she wasn't, like, locked in the closet, if it was, like, more of her decision, like, if she goes to the party, and then, like, she stays, like, with, like, coaxing from Pamela, but it's more of, like, oh, like, Caitlin's, like, such a desire to have friends that this is why she stays, and then, like, Pamela, like, sneaks off, but, like, having her, like, not, like, have this decision made herself of, like, skipping practice, it makes no sense. <laughs> well, I think one of the things they're also trying to say is, like, oh, it was her decision to go to the party anyway, so even though she, like, she got locked in the closet, which was not her fault, um, she, like, made that decision so she's not dedicated i don't know when time did the party start did it start at like 8 45 i don't know <laughs> they don't tell us <sighs> yeah so uh we have like this like little montage of like caitlin getting a d on a test and she gets like beat up at practice um ronnie asks what she's doing here and caitlin's like i have no idea yeah so she just immediately gets onto the bus in her in her full hockey gear yeah. she's literally like got all the shoulder pads and everything like i don't know why she didn't pack up any of her stuff so on the bus she calls bob and ginger and she's like this was a big mistake i'm coming home and bob and ginger are like oh this is great we'll start the season it'll be awesome oh yeah well and then bob was like we can take you to the junior novice championship but that really discourages her she's like i don't want that like i want to be the best in the world yeah so caitlin is like crying on the couch with her parents and bradley comes downstairs and immediately is like dad pay up and <laughs> um it turned uh bradley won the bet that caitlin wouldn't last um and he says easy money just like your walkathon and caitlin complains to mom who says i can't say i didn't see this coming and i must say the acting of this 14 year old in this scene is not very good she's like you thought i would fail my own mother and then runs upstairs. Well, yeah, but I do understand the disappointment. Like, I get that she wasn't very committed before, but if she is as good as a figure skater as I, like, keep saying she is, and she's as dedicated as she, like, says she is, then it does kind of suck that your own family is like, oh, well, we knew this wasn't going to work out anyway. <laughs> uh, so Caitlin runs to her bedroom with uh, no bed and is full of cardboard boxes. Uh, Mom moved her bed for space for what she calls her internet business, aka selling their old stuff online. Yeah. Uh, she assumed that Caitlin would have called before quitting so she would have time to move the bed back. That's literally what she says. Yeah, and so Caitlin f sees this box that has, like, a bunch of plushies in it, and it says, old skating junk. And so, so Caitlin's like, these are not junk, these are says, my what friends. what kind of monster are you? So she grabs the box <laughs> and just runs off to a park and sits on a park bench with her stuffed animals. And the whole time she's going, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so she's alone in the park talking to the stuffed animals and then mom comes up and she's like uh she, i don't know she starts talking to her beneath the plushies caitlin finds like mom's old medals yeah. and caitlin's like i knew you skated but i didn't know you were like this good and you skated competitively yeah and mom reveals that she got injured and then she became a mother so she just quit and mom says that she was scared and jealous to tell Caitlyn, and she, everything that, like, seemed like she was being hard, she was just trying to be protective. So Caitlyn's like, okay, I'm gonna go back to Buxton and finish what I started. Uh, so Bob and, uh, again, they leave the park and go back to the house. Bob and Ginger arrive at the house, um, they're like, oh, Caitlyn, we're here, but Caitlyn is saying goodbye to the whole family. But Bob and Ginger are supportive. Yeah. Um, so Bradley gives money back to dad, because Caitlyn didn't quit, yeah. after all. So, back at school, uh, Caitlin is there at practice before everyone else. And so, then we have an improvement montage. She yeah. begins to study more. She's doing better at practice. She Her figure skating suicides. is even better, too. She's She checks out 20 books from the library, because that means you are studious. I mean, I don't know about 2005, but the only time I ever went to the library is when I had to do, like, actual research. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're taking, like, 20 English classes. I don't know what all these books from the library are for. Occasionally, I would rent a fiction book to read in my free time, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Um, As she's studying, Spencer starts to develop a bigger crush on her, and oh, but Caitlin doesn't see this happening. Yeah, she competes at the regional figure skating championships, Natasha is proud. She gets slammed at a hockey game, but she gets right back up. Um, yeah, so then, in her geometry class, Caitlin is sitting there, well, and as well, she's taking notes- that, Before that, she's in science class, and they're, like, looking at, like, the anatomy of a frog, and she just, like, nods to herself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah, so then, in geometry class, she's taking notes, and then she understands the geometry that Br- Bradley was doing already, which, how old is Bradley? They don't explain that either. He looks like he's 12. Yeah, so she's like- it's like hockey's geometry. She just like says Bradley this in the middle right. class. The and middle of class. Laughing like they would. Yeah. And she's like, oh, ah, I'm so quirky. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> later on, Natasha is yelling at the coach and she's like, you need to keep Caitlin off the ice. She's going to get hurt. Blah, 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 blah. She's like yelling at him. And Spencer hears this exchange. So this is the first time Spencer realizes that Caitlin is also like figure skating. Um, Caitlin is taping her ankles before a game, and then Spencer comes to help her and starts, like, complimenting her. He's like, oh, I like your glitter. And she's like, thanks. Presentation, important out there. Yeah. Uh, somebody cuts, like, the middle of the game. Caitlin's on the bench, and the team is down 2-1 to one with 15 minutes left. Caitlin is asking the coach to put her in this time. Yeah, he's like, you know that I got better, like, I've been doing better at practice, I can really help them. And he's like, no, we could actually tie this one, like, we don't want you ruining it. But she's like, if you put me in, we could actually win this one. And so the whole time, she's, like, trying to go in, but Natasha's, like, glaring at the coach, and he knows that he, like, made this deal with Natasha, but Mojo gets taken off the ice. Yeah, so Spencer tells, Spencer is telling the coach to put Caitlyn in, but he doesn't. Uh, He puts another girl in. So then Spencer's like, Caitlyn moves like lightning. She can skate in between all the big girls. And Spencer reveals that he knows about the figure skating, and he will tell all the others if he doesn't put Caitlyn in. Yeah, he just subtly threatens to blackmail, like, he blackmails him. The coach puts Caitlyn in, even though they literally just put another player in, which they didn't take another player off, either. I don't, I don't know how many players you need to have on the ice in hockey, but I feel like that's not right. Yeah, so Ronnie You can literally, like, get a penalty for having too many players on the ice. I don't know, but Ronnie... Well, at least you can in soccer. Um, Ronnie has the puck, and Caitlin is open, but she refuses <laughs> to pass to Caitlin, which, this, like... The shots are so funny, because she's, like, skating down the ice, and it's, like, they have, like, close-ups on their face. Yeah. like, they're not, like, actually playing hockey, yeah. and she's like, pass it to me, Ronnie, pass it to me, as they're, like, skating down the ice just to, like, show her face. Yeah. And so Ronnie obviously doesn't, but she passes it to Hollywood, who scores, and they tie. They tie the, uh, game. Caitlin then has the puck, and she's taking it down. Uh, Caitlin gets, oh, she gets taken down. So she gets hurt, but she gets back up, and she's like, I'm gonna go back out there. She starts talking about geometry, because she's like, it's just an uh, obtuse angle. Yeah, and there's, blah, 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 there's blah. two minutes left, and she st- like starts like having a breakaway, and she's like, the acute angle of the obtuse angle. <laughs> yeah, and then someone trips her again. They get a penalty, and Caitlin tries to start a fight with them, because she's like, I've seen hockey, I'm gonna start a fight. Yeah, it's and, like the same thing that like Ronnie tried yeah, to do. Yeah, and so the the girl doesn't want to start a fight, but the team backs her up. And Hollywood's like, hey, like, I love that spirit, but, like, why'd you try to do that alone? She's like, the team has your back. And Caitlin's like, oh. <laughs> so, yeah, so, anyway, the play starts. Um, Caitlin passes to Ronnie to score a buzzer beater to win. Wow. Um, so, the team invites Caitlin to a party after their win. I think win. it's the winter dance, because that's the banner on the wall. <laughs> oh. Well. Because it's just, like, a mixer, basically. Well, it looks like a club. I'm like, why are they going to and a I club? I think it's just, like, the students that are. Yeah, so they go so, to this place, and they're all having fun dancing. dancing. Caitlin's dancing with Hollywood, and she says, 
I can't believe how much fun it is to have friends. <laughs> Caitlin, if you don't have friends, you don't tell people that. Well, yeah, because Hollywood's like, you don't have friends. And Caitlin's like, no, not really. Like, I have competition. Yeah. Like, you can have friends outside of skating, Caitlin. Well, yeah. So Ronnie goes up to the DJ and just hands him a CD, which he just starts playing. And it's hip hop. And Caitlin's like, I like hip hop now. Because earlier she turned off the hip hop music that Ronnie was playing. It's literally just like a generic, like, royalty free. <laughs> yeah. Track. Yeah. At home, uh, we cut to uh, Bradley and Dad finishing up the robot, and that's literally it. Uh, we go back to the locker room, and Ronnie's like, hey, if we keep playing like that, we could actually be good this season. But Caitlin is like, I have an idea of how we could be even better. So she makes everyone start doing ballet on the side of the ice rink. Like, they're all, like, plieing and, like, putting their hand over their body and they're all like what are you doing you're gonna turn us into twirl girls and I mean ballet is a legitimate exercise that a lot of athletes well, use yeah <laughs> and that's what Caitlin's saying she's like it's gonna help all of our balance and all this stuff and so as they're like like shitting on twirl girls she tries to like start a conversation she's like what do you guys have against them and so uh one of them tries to explain that like because of figure skating they don't take girls ice hockey seriously because they think that like ice hockey is a men's sport and that if girls are gonna skate then they should just figure skate and so they are upset that they don't get the respect they think they deserve and they blame that on the figure skaters when it's really just like it's society as a whole skaters problem yeah and and i get it because I mean, like it you're angry sort of like the institution of figure skating yeah how it is like the best are seen as like you're like the delicate like rich white yeah uh, that's this is explained in the espn 30 for 30 documentary yes, well, that's another thing that i'm gonna bring up whenever we have to talk about the ice skating like association because there's a lot of things in this movie that do not add up from what i know so yeah the end yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so we cut to a montage of the team winning and they're bonding and oh but but caitlin oh. says that they need to show themselves respect first if they want to get respect <laughs> Yeah. No one ever said they don't respect themselves. Yeah, anyway. Uh, yeah. yeah, so the team's winning, and they're bonding, and everyone's having a great time. Uh, walking to class, Spencer tells- Also, during this time, uh, Caitlin's helping them become more comfortable with their femininity. She is finding out if there is summer, or is oh, yeah, spring, she's like, like, colorology, yeah, I have and, to wear orange. And she's doing all this stuff, like, helping them with their hair, and, like, all this stuff, so. She's helping them be more girly, blah. I guess. If that's what they want, that's great, but- I don't think it, it's what it they doesn't want. need to be forced on them. Right. No, they never said this is what they want. <laughs> well, but they also didn't complain. They could have said no. I I'm guess. not going to do that. Uh, so walking to class, Spencer tells Caitlin that he was wrong. He says they're a whole new team because of her. And Caitlin realizes that she's late, and Spencer's like, like for figure skating. And Caitlin's like, yeah. And then they like flirt a little bit, and it's weird. And yeah. Well, first like, of all, he's Spencer's like, got to be like a senior. Also, he's like, oh, I was going to hold this over your head to, like, get you in trouble and get you to quit. But then I started to like you, and you became good. So I'm not going to do that anymore. Yeah, he's like, no, I want to spend time with you. And Caitlin's just like, oh, Spencer. It's weird. Yeah. It's it's forced. It's, yeah, it is weird. So they hold hands as Caitlin goes off to figure skating practice. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'll help you get there in time. Um, at practice, Shelby gets fed up with Natasha. Because uh, Natasha just keeps, like, criticizing her. Yeah, so she storms off to the bathroom, and Caitlin's trying to be a good friend now, because she knows what it's like to have a friend. So she goes to the <laughs> yeah, bathroom. Like, I have friends now, so maybe <laughs> I should be, like, nice to other people. Yeah, so she's like, hey, Shelby, like, can I do anything? And Shelby's just like, go away. And as this happens, Shelby 
we see a needle drop from the stall. And and Caitlin freaks out. She's like, Shelby, I know it's hard, but don't do steroids. Oh, my God. I can't believe this was in a Disney movie. Shelby comes out, and she's like, I'm diabetic. You idiot. Yeah. And, and Caitlin's like, oh, oh I didn't God. know. I didn't see anything about you being diabetic. And she's like, I don't want people's pity like, for I being don't diabetic. advertise it. Yeah. Why would I do that? Yeah. <laughs> And so she's like, it's just a lot of pressure. She starts, like, confiding in Caitlin. She's like, you know, ice skating is just a lot of pressure. And I am 17. Like, this is going to be my last chance to get to the Olympics. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do if I don't make it. Skating is everything. And then Caitlin is like, well, what if skating isn't everything? Well, this is after Caitlin's like, you want to get some sh- yoga, some fro-yo? Sugar-free. <laughs> Bitch, stop it. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this is where Shelby is, um... Uh, saying all this she reveals that like three world champion three world championships isn't enough without a gold medal she has to try extra hard to stay on the team and again she doesn't know what to do if she'll make it and caitlin says there's more to life than figure skating and then shelby says talk to me when you're 17 yeah (laughs) and here i have christy yamaguchi won her gold medal at age 22 so like okay this is 2005 right the winter olympics were in 2006 Fuck, I looked it up. I don't remember. But either way, like, if, they, if the Winter Olympics had just happened in 2004, she's 17 plus 4. That makes her only 21 by the time the Olympics come around again. Or the Olympics are next year. And still, like, another four years ahead. She's only, like, 22, 23. I feel like that's still, like, pretty... Well, she's the one who said that 20 is old for figure skating, so... Oh, Chrissy Yamaguchi won her medal at age 22! <laughs> I don't know what to tell ya. Um, so, in the locker room, Caitlin is showing geometry plays to the team on the whiteboard. Um, Spencer is encouraging, and I have, like, Shelby, I have Spencer and Shelby, so I get confused on this. Yeah, I put Shell for Shelby. (laughs) Uh, Spencer is encouraging and impressed. Uh, yeah, so, they- We cut to a game, Ronnie scores in the game with, like, a twist jump that Caitlin did earlier. Yeah, and Um, the fam- The the semifinals. is at the game, they're very excited when they win, and we find out that they're going to the championships on the 19th. But whenever Caitlin realizes, she says, oh, wait a minute. The Nationals for figure skating is on the 19th. Yeah, she tells this to Hollywood. And Hollywood's like, no, you can't miss Nationals. Like, Yeah, this is your only chance to go to the Olympics, like, for this this season. Right. And so uh, Natasha's talking to Caitlin in her office. And Natasha tells her that if she can't decide, it's because she spent too long playing hockey on the ice. This should be an easy decision. And maybe she isn't as dedicated as she thought. It's a little, like... (laughs) I get that, like, Caitlin likes that she has friends, but, like, it's the Olympic qualifier! Well, but I also get her, like, desire to not let them down. Like, she is one of the reasons that they (laughs) did what they did, and she doesn't want to let them down, but yeah. Yeah, so Natasha's like, this is, like, your one shot, um... And And Caitlin's like, well, I owe the team, and Natasha's like, what about what you owe yourself? That was, like, in the commercials for this movie. Yeah, for me, this is an easy decision. (laughs) I guess um, not for Caitlyn. Well, I also get that she's, like, exploring something new and she likes it. I don't know. Maybe she didn't like skating as much as she thought. Mm. Yeah, so Caitlyn, Spencer shows up and she's just like, I don't know what to do. Um, so Caitlyn later that night is on Spencer the- also says that she should do the figure skating nationals because they're yeah. all like, it's the Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, later that night, Caitlin's on the phone with her mom, and her mom is like, I can't make this decision for you. Caitlin, I think, is looking at, like, mom's store online? Yeah, she's looking at her store online, and she sees mom's old costume that she saw before, and Caitlin decides to buy it for some reason. Yeah, I... And she gets it shipped to school. I thought that... I always thought that she bought, like, a replica... <laughs> yeah, no, but she's no, on like mom's the, store. She just paid her mom. Okay. And mom didn't realize that she was sending it to her school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to the janitor. Yeah. Um, yeah. So mom is just like, this is your decision. Like, I just want you to do what makes you happy. Whatever you want. Like, that's what you should do. And that's basically it. Uh, so back at home, dad and Bradley are watching TV. Bob and Ginger walk in and they're like, Saturday, Nationals, Championships. And dad's like, oh, I didn't know you were excited for hockey. And they're like, what are you talking about? Dad's like, the hockey finals are, are on Saturday, and it looks like that both the hockey and figure skating both start at 5. Bradley is very happy about this. Um, but everyone at home assumes that she'll skate at nationals, but Dad is not so sure, yeah. which causes Bradley to storm upstairs to his room. Mom walks in and asks what's wrong, and he's just like, I'm working on my robots. Well, and he finally admits that he did quit hockey because of Caitlyn, because hockey was his thing. Yeah, and he says, let Caitlyn play hockey. I've got this robot. <laughs> well, yeah, and he's like, I should have gotten the scholarship, even though, like, that wasn't an option to begin with. Yeah, he's still in middle school. Yeah, and so Mom is saying, like, they aren't competing each other. Like, she's called to thank him a million times because his geometry is what helped their team win. And he's like, and Mom says that she just needs to call him. Like, she's been trying to reach out, all this stuff. Mom says that there's room for two hockey players in the family, and that, again, he needs to call Caitlin. Uh, Caitlin looks at her skating stuff she's sitting in, the in the janitor's, janitor's closet. closet, looking at her two pairs of skates. Like, yeah, <laughs> and she gets Mom's old costume, and she still doesn't know what to do. So we cut to the hockey team. They're all growling at the other team on the ice. I, I literally looked this up. I was like, girls hockey growling at each other before game. It's not a thing. Yeah. They they're, no, they're laying, like, on their stomachs, <laughs> on their ice, like, across, like, the halfway line, just growling at each other. I who wrote this movie? It does not make sense. Uh, they all go to the, um, like, the little area. What is that called? I don't know. The area on the side. The bench? Yeah, the bench. <laughs> and they're uh, like, oh, Caitlin isn't here yet. Which Hollywood and Spencer are both happy about. Because they're like, she needs to go to the Nationals. Yeah, Bob and Ginger and the family arrive at Nationals. Uh, but, but they haven't seen Caitlin. Yeah. Bradley's convinced. He's like, she's listed in the program. She's going to be here. But we see Natasha down towards the ice looking at her clock. And so... Uh, it's 5.15, and Caitlin arrives at the hockey game. Yeah. Uh, Spencer immediately is like, you have made a mistake. And Caitlin's like, no, I like having friends. But she's like, I'm a part of a team, and they need me, and I need them. And yeah. Hollywood also yells at her for being there. <laughs> uh, the game starts. Caitlin scores the first goal. Within seconds. Yeah, but then the but, other team takes the lead. Yeah, by the end of the second period, they're down 4-1. to one. In yeah. the locker room, the coach gives a pep talk. Ronnie has basically given up, but Caitlin gives another pep talk, and... At the beginning of the third period, the team scores. Uh, Bradley calls Caitlin's cell from a payphone at the rink. Spencer answers, and Bradley tells him that the program will be delayed, and he needs to get Caitlin there as fast as he can. So yeah. Bradley takes his robot that he's been working on and uh, runs it. Somehow he gets it on ice. ice. Okay, this is a national skating competition. Right. There's not security. <laughs> also, I just want to mention that this national skating competition just happens to be, like, right down the street from where their hockey championships are. Well, it is in California, so that doesn't seem... Are you sure? Because they're, like, in winter clothes and stuff. Yeah. Because they're on the ice rinks. It's in California. They, they mentioned it a couple times. Oh. 
Because that's what they call her Hollywood. She's from, like, I know it's a boarding school, but she's from, like, Malibu Well, or then something. why do they wear, like, winter hats and coats and scarves and gloves all the time outside? I think it's because they're coming from the rink. No, like, they're literally just, like, outside walking to class. I know, but I think they're coming from the rink. They wear hockey clothes because they spend No, I'm talking about, like, like the students. I don't know. But I'm pretty sure they mention it taking place in California. I don't know. Oh. Well, I find it um, uh, unrealistic that the national figure skating competitions are uh, just down the road from the high school national hockey women's championship well yeah so um yeah he puts his his robot on the ice and hijinks ensues and they have to bring out the zamboni the security who are not on ice skates at all just slip and fall um the eagles back at the hockey game come back four to five with five minutes left uh they're down by one caitlin tries that jump spin but she falls and the team loses so they have lost the championship yeah. And at first she's very disappointed. She's like, oh, like, we blew it. But the team comes up and they're just like, oh my gosh, like, we didn't think you'd make it through the whole season. And they're very hopeful for next year. They're all very happy that, like, they even made it this far. Yeah. And so at this time, Spencer's, like, on the side of the ice, like, calling Caitlin over. He's like, hurry, the program's delayed. Like, we gotta get you to the Nationals. And so as she's, like, running off, Ronnie comes over and she's like, where are you guys going? And she, like, knocks over Caitlin's bag. And so all of Caitlin's, like, uh, ice skates and stuff falls out. And they're like, oh my god, you're a twirl girl. But they Caitlin... All, yeah, they all start laughing, but Caitlin and Spencer just run away. Yeah. Um. So back at the ice rink, the Zamboni comes out and Bradley doesn't try try to move his robot at all the zamboni can only turn so wide well, and it can the the robot can fit under the zamboni it's small yeah. enough to do that the, literally the robot just like state just goes into the zamboni like i don't know why he did that yeah it's so it does not make sense well yeah and then at that point um spencer's telling telling Caitlin that someone trashed her costume she's like Pamela but he's like that one in the package was the only one left I hope that's okay and it's it's mom's, it's mom's costume. costume at um, nationals Shelby is called onto the ice but she hesitates and then she decides that she's done with skating she just doesn't want to figure skate anymore yeah. <laughs> she's like there's more to life than skating I hope and Natasha's like what the fuck <laughs> yeah um, back in the car, Caitlin realizes that she doesn't have her other figure skate and that it must have fell out of the bag when they were at the rink. And she's like, you know what? It's okay. I'm just going to do it in my hockey skates, <laughs> which the, the ice skating like association would not allow right. that. There's that would not no be a way. thing. No way. Uh, so that's what she tells Natasha at, like, we immediately cut to Caitlin at the, at the ice, ice skating rink. Yeah. Uh, so Caitlin goes out for her program and her hockey skates. Mom is in the stands. Like, oh, my dress. She's with the dress and the hockey skates. Oh. Um, she starts her program, but immediately falls because she's in hockey skates. Yeah, and she's like, no topic. This time, like, as she's, she's laying on the ice, she laughs. So she's yeah, like, so she's it's like not that, a serious right now. Like, oh, well. But, yeah, so. Uh, the hockey team calls from the stands with her other skates. They have arrived, and Caitlin skates over to them. Yeah. Uh, Natasha is like, hold on. Like, I'm going to go like, convince them to restart. So Pamela tries to stop her. But Mojo drops all of her marbles, causing her to fall. Mm-hmm. And so Pamela just, like, sits there. She and falls on the ground. <laughs> she, she falls on the ground and she screams, why me? Which I immediately was yeah. like, is this a callback? Yes, it is. <laughs> it is exactly a callback. That is so subtle. That's, like, the only good thing the writers of this movie did. Okay, so if you don't know, after <laughs> Nancy Kerrigan got her knee bashed in, she's sitting, like, on the side. There's, she, there's footage of this. I don't know how that happened. How did, like, the news get in and get that so quickly? I mean, I, there were cameras already there. Yeah. 
but she's sitting on the ground, like, with her broken knee going, why? Why? Yeah. <laughs> We're not I, making fun of her. That is a no. horrible thing that happened. It's a horrible thing that happened, and I'm not, like, exaggerating. That's literally how she sounded. Well, yeah, I mean, she did just get her knee broken. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so everyone laughs at Pamela while she just, like, sits there on top of the yeah, marble. Yeah, but Natasha she doesn't even, come, like, try to get out. Natasha comes back and she's like, well, it's a no-go. They said you can't skate. And so they start to announce the winners, but... Yeah, the announcer, like, calls the competition. But then the hockey team starts the chant, let her skate. Yeah. And the entire arena joins in. Yeah, and so then, instead of just being like, shut the fuck up, no, they're like, okay, I guess we have to let her skate. That would not happen. They would not do that. Like, maybe in, like, your junior regionals finals for, like, I don't know, your... This is literally for the U.S. women's Olympic team. Yeah, they're literally team. announcing the Olympic team. This would not happen. And, and I don't know as much about figure skating as I do gymnastics, but from all of the gymnastics things that I have watched and learned, like, if you've seen Stick It, you know that the National Gymnastics Commi- uh, Association Committee, whatever, would never allow some shit like that. Like, first right. of all, she would have been disqualified for trying to use hockey skates. Right. She would have never been allowed to redo her, like, restart her thing. She would have never been allowed to compete. But they let her go again. Yeah. So they they come out. She gets to change her skates. She does her um, entire performance. She does amazing. Yeah, well, she starts off with classical music, and then it goes to hip-hop music. It breaks to, down. To, pro- to show her journey and it's her funky. friends. It's funky. And apparently Natasha's okay with this routine. No. Yeah. No fucking <laughs> no, way. she would never. Exactly. Um, so when she finishes, the hockey team rushes the ice. Yeah, and lifts her up. That would not happen Again, either. security is fine with that. Flowers get thrown onto the rink. They don't slip and fall like the security when they were trying to catch the robot. Well, okay, and then immediately, they, they announce her, uh, score. Literally she two got, seconds later, she gets a 5-8, and 6-0, all out of 6. Yeah, and so they announce the U.S. team, and Caitlin has somehow made it. <laughs> of course, that's well, she, fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Spencer comes and gives her this big bouquet, and she's talking about how I'm part of something bigger than just figure skating now. I'm a, a part family. of a team and a family. And then it, like, zooms in on her smiling face, and that's, and that's it. That's it. Go Figure starts playing again, though. <laughs> Love that shit. 10 out of 10. That song is the best. It slaps. But that that's the end of the movie. She made it. She got both, the best of both worlds. It's very unrealistic. I like that at least her hockey team lost. Like, I'm glad they didn't yeah. win, and then she also <laughs> came to, to ice skating and won. I'm gonna but... assume that she also did not medal in the Olympics. No, there's no way. <laughs> okay, she wouldn't, okay. She they, wasn't even, like, the one figure skater that, like, America focuses on. She was, like, one of the other ones that no one cares about. <laughs> All I would like to say is that if for some reason they would have let her do her routine, it would have just been so she could do it. It would not have been to be judged. Right. Like, she already tried to do her routine. Also, she could have gotten up and tried to keep doing her routine after right. she fell. She but she didn't. <laughs> she just skated off to the side. There's a lot of things that are wrong with this. this they would not have let her do that in her hockey skates. There are rules right. and regulations. No. No. <laughs> but yeah, and that's just the end. Feminism sur- solved everything. She can be sporty and girly at the same time. Amazing. Even though it's never really established. And also, <laughs> like, figure skating is very sporty, too. Why are we acting like right. figure skating it's, is not an athlete? It takes athlete. so much muscle and strength and balance and shit. <laughs> Why are we acting like one is better than the other? They're both hard. They're both incredible sports. Oh my god. I bet, like, Go Figure 2 would have been like, oh, we made it to the hockey championships again, but I have to skate 
in Italy for the Winter Olympics. What do I do? (laughs) There's a reason there's not a go figure, too. (laughs) As a kid, I enjoyed this movie. I like... I like artsy things. I like figure skating. I like skating. it a lot better now that I understand all these figure skating references. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> uh, but, do you have any quotes? Because um, I have one. I would like to say also, I'm disappointed by the lack of figure skating that they showed. Like, the, yeah. at the end, the only, like, significant figure skating we see is Caitlyn's final routine, and I was underwhelmed. If she's supposed to be making the Olympic team, uh-uh-uh. Right. I want to see something more impressive. Right. Um, excuse me. The only girl under 16 who did a triple axel Where was the triple axel, honey? Come on. Yeah. Um, I had quotes. Let me see. I can't... I think I might have said them. I, I had one that I didn't say. Um, it's whenever Caitlin is just, like, figure skating by herself. She's contemplating, like, do I go to the championships? Do I go to nationals? Uh, she's talking to Spencer, and she skates away, and she just says, Oh, Christy Yamaguchi, take me away! <laughs> love that. She met Christy Yamaguchi! I love how she, like, acts like she's her god, but she met her. <laughs> and Christy's just, like, just, like, oh, what? Like, walking in, like, for, like, a little, like, free skate. She's like, excuse me? <laughs> um, my favorite I did say, but it's, uh, they say you're either a Britney or a Christina, but on the ice, you're either a Christy or a Tanya. Because... Um, I feel like, even though this sounds bad, I feel like if it's between Christy Amaguchi or Tanya Harding, I feel like I'm a Tanya. Like, yeah, I did not allegedly break someone's legs <laughs> to get further, but, like, if we're talking about, like, the way that people perceive you, like, I don't know. I just, I'm definitely not, like, the graceful, quiet, elegant yeah. elegance of Christy like, Yamaguchi. Rough, rough around the edges. Like, the I'm ice, definitely, like, more loud. <laughs> well, and that's one of the other things that we, like, didn't really mention. Like, ice skating hated Tanya Harding because right. she was, like, white she was, like, trash. And, trash. Yeah, in quotes. And poor. We're not saying she that. Would, yeah. No, no, these are direct quotes from the media. <laughs> yeah. She would um, practice in the mall because she couldn't afford, like, yeah. private Yeah, and she time. would wear, like, really, like, heavy makeup. She would, like, do her hair really big and stuff, and that's not what they did. That's not, Her costumes were, like, very tacky because they were right. homemade, like... So watch the ESPN thirty for thirty <laughs> documentary. I swear it's so good. Also, I Tanya, very good. I Tanya's very good too, but it does not go into like love Allison Janney, love Margot Robbie. It's like, very funny too. Like if you yeah, want something that's funny <laughs> and to like learn about this, it's so funny. Like it's very good for like the theatrical side, but if you want to know like everything that happened, watch the it's called going ESPN thirty for thirty, going for the gold. I don't know where it's available anymore. If you're pirated, also, I don't care. <laughs> if you're also looking for other um, ice skating content that is not Go Figure or um, Ice Princess, you should watch. <laughs> Netflix made this docu-series called Losers. There is one. I don't remember what her name is, but it covers this ice skater. She's a French black ice skater. She did a backflip on ice skates. And this is another thing. Like, got the, fucking disqualified for Yeah, it. yeah, because you can't do that in ice skating. But, like, oh, my God, she's a fucking... She is so amazing. I love it. It was an amazing episode. You should definitely watch it. I very much enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. That's my tidbits on ice skating. <laughs> oh, but I was also going to ask, do you feel like you're a Britney or a Christina? I was going to ask you that too. Because I don't know. Like, I don't know. I feel, uh, I feel like I'm maybe a Britney, but like, I don't know. I don't know what their personalities were. Yeah. Like, well, I think, I think it was more like Britney was like the baby doll, like the like, Cutesy I was gonna thing. say I'm more of a Christina probably. Well, and like Christina was like during like um what was it called like the album where she's just wearing like the the, the jeans. dirty dirty yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. like Xtina like yeah oh, but know. like 
no offense to Christina, but, like, if I had to choose to see, like, Britney or Christina live, I'd see Britney because she had a, a bigger impact on Exactly, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if I'm just saying I'm a Britney because I love Britney so much. My first <laughs> CD Christina was too. Britney Spears. Yeah, I love Christina. No shade to Christina. Yes, exactly. Christina's amazing. But, like, I feel like anyone will say this. Britney's legacy is so much different than Christina's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, like, if I had the opportunity, like, now in present day, I would see Britney 100%. But also free Britney. Free Britney. We love you. Yeah. Um, Britney, if you're listening, <laughs> we love you. We support you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's the end on this, unless you have anything fun. Oh, how did you rate and rank this? Obviously, um, forgot about that. So, like I said, I really liked this movie as a kid, but watching it as an adult for, like, a lot of the reasons I explained, <laughs> I yeah. ranked it lower than I thought I would have. I gave it a 3 out of 5. I put it at number 31, below 17 again, and above, now you see it. Yeah, I also gave this a 3 out of 5. Same thing. Like, I liked this a lot as a kid. And even, like I said, like, when I watched this in college, I think it was more of just, like, a comfort movie. Like, it was something Right, well, like, I here get... I'm looking at it more critically. Yeah. Like, not, like, super critically. Well, yeah, but, but like, we're writing down, we're listening right. to what they say a lot more. Right. Um, I, ra- I put this at number 39, Going to the Mat is above it, and Quince is below it. Uh, next week, we have Life is Rough, another <laughs> dog movie. Listen, we love dogs, but Disney did not make good dog decoms <laughs> no like homeward bound that's a great dog movie air bud air great bud, dog amazing. movie but these not these so not much <laughs> no so maybe maybe for next week we'll make a list of great dog mo- maybe those are the only two on the list <laughs> <laughs> yeah but so we'll probably be drinking it's fine Oh, that'll be fun <laughs> so see you then bye